See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. Oh, you are? Okay. All right. Uh, hello, everyone. Yes, this is, I'm, this is a slow robot. I'm kind of out of it a go-go. Yeah, nice. <laughs> nice, yeah. Uh, so anyway, who are we? What are we doing? This is Slow Robot A Go-Go. Big show number 68. Uh, I am Mao. With me, as always, Dr. Morbius. From Parts Unknown. So, where can you find us, and why, and when? Well, you can find us on slowrobotagogo.wordpress.com. That is our home page. Or you can find us on iTunes, or Stitcher, or the only place for real entertainment on the internet, that would be sliceradio.com.au. You can look us up on our Facebook group. You can look us up on Twitter, but I haven't launched that in like three months. <laughs> or you can just, you know, yell out your window, Hey, Slow Robot, why don't you do this movie? And if we hear you, being if you're our neighbor, then we'll do that. Yeah. But I might ignore you, thinking you're a crazy person. Yeah. Um, what else do I have online? Not much anymore. I used to have a, like a long laundry list, you know. I used like, to have uh, uh, BOD or... Yeah, um, you can look up... Kimchi. Uh, yeah, wordpress.com. If you want to read about my exploits of my year abroad in um, Korea, Korea. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I don't know. I haven't, added, year. I haven't added anything to that, so yeah, you know, well, I don't know. You a, can read it if you there's want. There's a lot happening over there these days. Yeah, out on yeah, really. It's all bad. Lots of saber rattling, yeah, which saber. is going to lead to some lots of drones flying over and killing people. Yeah, drones. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm 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 sapped for like energy. I woke up this morning, and me and my pops went to do blacksmithing over at Heritage Village, and um, we do the old st- old timey blacksmiths. We're the blacksmiths at, over there, and uh, some days, you know, you're standing over that fire. The coal the coal smoke's kind of whacking you. It's it's hot out now in Florida, so I'm just drained. You know what I mean? Like I'm just like, oh my god, my arms are like like spaghetti from hammering oh, all dude, that. Oh, dude, wow. Uh, okay. I made two um, I made two lightning bolts out of. I, oh, cool. I blacksmith two lightning bolts, you know. <laughs> they look like the ACDC style, like you know, just oh, the yeah, old, yeah, like the yeah, old yeah, style yeah. lightning bolts. So I'm, oh, my God. I don't know what I'm gonna do with them, you know. Just throw them at people. <laughs> yeah, they're <laughs> cats. But enough about my wacky shenanigans. What do you got going on, Doctor Morbius from Parts Unknown? <laughs> uh, we got the uh, that that there two dimension comic book podcast, uh, part of the bunch of dorks network of yes. greatness, <laughs> where we uh, do the comic book thingy and. Uh, Destination Nightmare, my own little thingy where I do a lot of comic book stories and record reviews and movie reviews, and that's it's all off. it's all text and pictures. Nice. No talking as of yet. So you don't have to listen to us. You can just look at it. Yeah, you can just look at it and go like, oh, these are nice pictures on these stories. Yeah, so if you want a one-stop shop for all that stuff, you can go to bunchofdorks.com. That's where you'll find Slow Road, A Go-Go, Two Dimensions Podcast, and a an now-defunct podcast, uh, that we did about 200 and some shows, uh, 230 shows, I think. Yeah. That was just all shenanigans and dumbness. Called? Bunch of dorks. Thank you. So, all right, enough of that. What do we do here? Slow Robot Go Go is a podcast dedicated to talking about the weird and wacky movies of yesteryear. Basically, we just kind of review all kinds of really nut, nutty movies from, uh, yeah, from yesteryear. 50s, 60s, 70s, all the way up 
some modern movies. Yeah, we but do some. Yeah. Not many. Not many. Because they're too big budgeted for our taste. They're, they're too modern. Yeah. We like it old and crazy. Like yeah. old 50s sci-fi is the way to go. 60s yeah. sci-fi when they had no purpose or... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's nothing guiding what space travel was like, you know. I like sci-fi BS before Star Wars. Yeah. That's the way I like it. So what are we, we're going to start out with what we watched. So what did you watch this week, Dr. <laughs> One thing. Why? But it was really cool, though. So I got it's, it's very interesting. Enlighten us. Okay, it's called uh, John Peel's Record Collection, or Record Box. John Peel was a British DJ, very oh. famous over there, who uh, discovered a lot of bands. He, would have, he had a radio show, and a lot of bands would you know, send tapes, and he discovered, like... Yeah, a lot of punk bands, Susie and the Banshees, uh, The Clash were on there. There's a lot of prog bands before that or whatever. So he passed away in Very cool. 2004. And uh, I guess this, this is a documentary from 2005 maybe. Basically, when after he passed away, they were looking through his record collection. Somebody found a box of 45s that he had stashed away in a different little area. And they were like, wow, what are these? You know, And it was basically like they, they assumed that it was a bunch of 45s that meant a lot to him. More, maybe more so than some of the other stuff. I don't know. But it was like whatever he was listening to, whatever was key for him at the time. Yeah. So it's kind of cool because it's like they go through all these singles. The most interesting part about it was they throughout it, maybe there was be, there would be like 145s, 20 of them white stripes. Dude was big into the white stripes or whatever at wow. the time. And Jack White's in it. I guess they were buddies or whatever. But nice. he had Yardbirds. He had the a lot of punk bands like The Fall. He had some novelty stuff or whatever. But it was interesting to see all these, you know, British, mostly British, uh, <laughs> you know, groups talking about it or whatever. And it was yeah. like, this guy was really eclectic and strange in his record collection. But when I think back to my old record collection there's a bunch of weird crap in it too so i guess everybody's kind of like the same or yeah. whatever oh, yeah you know? I, well i'm the same where okay most of it's hardcore and stuff and then yeah. there's a lot of the japanese bands and then there, but then all of a sudden there's just you know fifth dimension and mamas and the papa yeah, stuff yeah. like that and you're like well what is this how does this match up and it's just because that was playing in my household when i was a yeah. kid so it sounds cool to me you know jim croce yeah i love jim, jim croce and it's just because my mom had a. It was playing all the time in the in the living room, and so it brings back memories. Yeah, or, it just you know, or, or you. It sounds good. You it like it, good. you know. Yeah, exactly. So that's cool. Yeah, because I mean, you know, if you if all you listen to is punk, you know, you'd be kind of like you know one trick pony or whatever. Well, that was know? my t- when I was a teenager. That's all I did, metal and punk, and then. As I got older, I started branching out, you know. Because you good out, because you you experience more things. Yeah, exactly, and it's good, you know. So, yeah, yeah, that was that was a that was a goodie. I watched, you know, I, I watched usually my t- the TV stuff, and yeah. you know, I do like some you know reading and drawing and stuff like that. But that was the one, you know, I may be forgetting something. But that was the one thing that was the most memorable that I watched. The now there was week. this. Th- there, I have it in the Netflix, and I don't. I've never heard of it before, and maybe you have. There's a TV show called Lex L-E-X-X Lex Luthor maybe no it's about a ship in, that can blow up planets that's traveling through oh, never it's really it. weird it's I, it's from the <gasps> early 90s I'm, I'm, I'm gonna watch it I have it queued up to see if it sucks I'll just delete it but you know it's Oh wait, I did watch another movie and I can't remember the name of it. Okay. But it's a, it's it's like from last year, believe it or not. It might be called Out of the Blue. I'm not sure what the title of it is, but is it about it, Top Gun? No. <laughs> this is this is this is like this is what this is like what being a guy is. Okay, I'm going through Netflix 
And I'm looking through the movies. I see re new releases or whatever. So I'm like clicking around. I see this one movie. And I go, wow, it's got some like hot looking woman who's like a, looks like she's a secret agent. And it was like that lady that was in, um, what's her name? Uh, Weagle, not Weagle, uh, you know, the one that. Terry Weigel. Not Terry Weigel, the one that was in the movie with um, Josh, what's his face? Um, Knocked Up, you know that movie Knocked Up or whatever? Catherine Heigl or whatever. Oh, okay, okay. And I was like, oh, she's pretty good looking. So wow. I'm sitting there and go, well, you know, I, I never watch modern movies, so I'll put it on. God, what a mistake that was. Yeah. It's like a, she's like some girl that's out of work, and she ends up working for a bail bondsman, and she becomes a bounty hunter, and it turns out that she's like, uh, she, t she, 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 one of the, one of the people that's, you know, not out on bail or whatever, was an ex-boyfriend, so she decides to you know, get back at them and, like, track them down. And, oh, like, I heard this. I know this one. <laughs> yeah. It's, like, bad, right? It's, like, almost like a rom-com kind of. Uh, yeah, kind of, you know. And I'm oh, thinking, but, but this woman is, like, pretty hot. I mean, she's got, like, a damn good body, so I'm like, well, if it's a bad movie, at least maybe I see <laughs> yeah, something. Well, I can hang know? out for this, see where this goes. Yeah, but. and it was only 90 minutes, and she did have one scene where she was naked, but she covered herself up pretty good. So it was like okay, and it's like it's like a mystery rom com or whatever, and yeah. it's got a nice happy ending, and she's really good looking, and I'm really like it's stupid of me to have watched it, but you know that's yeah. what being a guy is—you see a hot girl and you Sometimes watch her. Sometimes you just long you know. for the ride. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Well, buckle up because my list is long, and okay. I, and I took a big chunk out of the Van Damathon list this week. <clears throat> All right. Last week I or this week I watched Alan Quartermain, uh, which was terrible uh i watched wreck it ralph which i had seen before but i got it on blu-ray so i watched it again uh i really enjoy it it's a really good it's a video game based it's a kids movie but it's one of those that's there's enough in there for adults you know um hard target which is the first of the van damathon mm. for those of you who don't know i'm watching i'm on a quest to watch every jean-claude van damme movie in chronological order so I have a list of 53 movies, and I am each time I watch the movie, I go and videotape a blurb of me talking about it. So then, at the end of this journey, I'm gonna condense it all down, and I'm gonna upload it a video, upload a video of me reviewing every single Van Damme movie in order. So I watched Hard Target, which was a uh, the one of those um, hunting humans hunting humans uh, movies that was set in New Orleans. Not bad. I, generally speaking, I don't like those movies, the, the hunt, human hunting human movies, but this one was pretty good. Then I watched um, Time Cop, which was one of my favorites. Uh, still is. I I really like that movie. I, it, for all of its flaws and whatever, who cares? I don't... It's a fun time travel Van Damme movie, you know. Although, and I didn't know this, and maybe you did. It says it. this is based on a comic book. Which one is this? Time Cop? Yeah. Was the was the was it the comic wasn't, book? It wasn't like a real popular comic book that I remember, but yeah, it was based on a comic book. Huh. Well, you know what other movie was based on a comic book was the one with uh, Will Smith and uh, Tommy Lee Jones, uh, Men in Black. That was based on a comic book, believe it or not. Really? There was a comic book that came out in the '80s called Men in Black, and that was like a. For, <clears throat> yeah. Well, I didn't know that the wa so, uh, no, uh, no, no, that wasn't. That. I didn't know this, but that um, Walking Dead was based based on, on a comic book. on a comic yeah. book and. Because the one guy I watched this show on TV called um, for what it's worth. Oh yeah, the collector show. Yeah, the collector show, and and the one guy had he had signed, 
um, yeah, the original art, art sheets. Yeah. And I was like, and they, they were like, this is worth like 20 grand and it's going to go up. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, find somebody to pay. Dude, if I had a piece of paper that somebody would give me 20 bucks, 20,000 for, gone. Oh, yeah. Exactly, I don't care if they yeah. say, oh, in 10 years it'll be worth a million. Or not. Yeah, or not. Or yeah. it'll take a spawn nosedive and be worth nothing. Exactly right. For those of you who don't know, uh, Todd McFarlane's uh, spawn. spawn was super hot and very expensive for all about 30 minutes in the mid to late 90s. <laughs> and now you might as well use them to, light, to start fires. Anyway. Or wipe something. Yeah. All right, next up is Raul Julio's last movie. Can you name it? Oh, was it um, uh, uh, Game Over? Yeah, but that's not the name of it. The name of no, it no, that that's a line from it. Yeah. It's uh, it was something. Oh, I can't think of the name. I'm so horrible lately. <laughs> and people at home are banging their heads against their computers, going, "Oh my god, I, I know, know what this is. is! I know what this is!" Jean Claude Van Damme and Raul Julia are Street Fighter. Street Fighter. Yes, yeah. which is based on a video game. Uh, that just okay. Enough of that. It, it was pretty bad. But it's I, pretty stupid. It's one of those that I laugh and watch a lot. I own it. I bought it. I've watched it a lot. It's stupid and funny and just whatever. Then the next one in the Van Damathon is Sudden Death. This hockey. Yeah, right? this is a hockey one. And this was one of the rare ones that I don't think I saw. Uh. There's See, there's a big chunk of his filmography that I didn't see. But for the most part, I've seen a lot of it. You know what I mean? Like, And this one, I was watching and I was like, I don't think I saw this one. But I might have. Might have watched it once in a drunken haze and then just forgot it. It's kind of forgettable. It was all right. Then there was one I watched early yesterday morning that you might like it. It's a new movie. It's called Monster Bash. It's basically like they take um, monsters and they set it up like it's a WWE uh, pay-per-view. <laughs> so it's like Frankenstein against Werewolf yeah, and Witch Bitch funny. versus... It's done really cheesy and bad, but it's... Is it like Repo Girl? No, it's not that bad. Okay. Nothing's that bad. Uh, well, you know what my friends used to do, and they still do, and I think this is kind of like some weird little cult thing. They got the WWF game. The uh, There's a WWF video game that you play. Right. And you're, and you're able to make your own wrestler. Right, right. Well, they're making their own wrestlers, and they're making like... They start out doing Frankenstein and Dracula, and they start doing Boris Karloff. Then they make Jack Benny wrestlers and all these <laughs> weird... And then they'd have them fight each other That's or whatever. Funny. It's yeah. almost like their version of the... <laughs> what, was, what was that claymation thing from MTV... Oh, uh, uh, Mr. Bill? No. No, no, no. It was Celebrity Deathmatch. Celebrity Deathmatch, yeah. It was their own version of Celebrity Deathmatch. So, Monster Bash, it's a bad movie, but it's funny. Kind of funny, you know. Uh, And the Mouse from the South, Jimmy Hart, is in it. So, he's funny. All right, then I watched one called Dead Zone. You mean the Stephen King? Yes. Oh, great movie. Dead Zone, yeah. Saw it in the theater. Yeah. Uh, Christopher Walken looking very weird and yeah, young, you yeah, know. Yeah, exactly. uh, That was a surprisingly good movie. Yeah, uh, it was. Usually the Stephen Kings are like average at best. Yeah, this one was a decent cool, one. Cool, a very yeah. cool movie. Um, then I watched a documentary called Jason Becker, I'm Not Dead Yet. Or da- Jason Becker, Not Dead Yet. And I didn't know who who the hell this was, but as I was like watch as I was reading about it, I was like, oh, I'm putting it on. It was Netflix, of course. There, uh, there was this guy in the in the early '80s. Well, this guy is named Jason Becker. He was like a guitar god. Mm-hmm. 
and again, it's like almost like Jimi Hendrix. It's not that he was like a guitar god. He just never wasn't playing guitar. Mm-hmm. And he was good. I mean, he had skill. And that's one thing that people don't really know a lot about when they talk about Jimi Hendrix is there's stories of him just ne- he never didn't have it. He never wasn't playing it. Yeah, yeah. You know, and and that this guy was of the same way. Uh, in the hair band, hair metal arena. Oh yeah, those. And, and and you know, there's pictures of there's film of him doing. Oh, is that that guy that had cancer real bad? No, Lou Gehrig's disease. Yeah, I heard about. That's that. him. Yeah. He was on met. He was on covers of metal things, and this yeah. 14 and 15 year old kid is like yeah. shredding. Like, and I when I, when you watch him play, you're like, holy shit! But yeah. one of the funniest things that I was watching, like during record signings. And stuff like that. All the other band members are there. He had his guitar. This guy literally never didn't have his guitar. His mommy said he went to sleep and he would wake up and just be playing as he woke up and stuff. And that's like that OCD. Big time. So, yeah, yeah, he's awesome. And he's still alive. They just have things hooked up for, like, uh, his eyes to use it. It's kind of a sad story, but kind of cool, you know. It's like like a Stephen Hawking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how he is now. But um, boy, it just—I always kind of think I was like, man, what would he have done? What music would he have made if he yeah. would have just been continued on, you know? Yeah. Or he would have died from heroin overdose. Actually, I, but, think, you know. I think Stephen Hawking has Luke Gehrig's disease. I, don't I know. think that's what he's got. Then I watched the new—the newest Tim Burton. Tim Burton, a Frankenweenie. That's a remake of an old. Yeah, movie. well, it's a it's a remake about. Well, his newest one's Dark Shadows, but yeah, yeah, before Dark Shadows. Frank and Weenie's a it was a fun kids movie. Um, really tugs at your heartstrings if you have pets. Um, then Do you I have heartstrings. No, I don't. I oh, I, 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 I just I disconnected those with beer and okay, and okay, rage. Yeah, yeah. All right, then um, after that I had I watched um, Sunshine. That's that sci-fi movie, very in, not intense. It was a very good sci-fi movie where they went to restart the sun with Icarus 2 and then they found the beacon for Icarus 1 and stuff. And Very good cast. One of the funniest things is, I forget the two, two, two beefcakes that were there fighting, but at one point these two guys are fighting and one of the, 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 the woman that's in charge of the, uh, the garden, in, garden, so there's O2 production, is Michelle Yao. Oh. And I was like... I was like, I just laughed, and I'm thinking, you know, she could take these two clowns out and tent these testosterone guys. She could take them out in probably about 30 seconds, and just like they'd be throat punched and on the ground, wondering where their head was. But I mean, she didn't play that character. She just was like the sensitive type. Yeah. But I'm watching these two guys wrestle around. I'm like, man, she would take them out so quick. They'd be like, huh, looking up at the sky, wondering who the hell hit them. Hand to God. So, but overall, uh, Sunshine is a very good uh, sci-fi movie. And then finally, my last one, which I just watched until 2 o'clock last night, was um, Into the Sun, which is a Steven Seagal joint. <laughs> I, had to, I, had to, I had to counteract all of the good Van Damme movies with some Steven Seagal to like get my, get my, uh, my bad kung fu moral compass reset. Oh, man. And this one is the schlockiest of the schlock. There was a point, because the earlier Seagal stuff was kind of before he went insane. Like, he was just an actor, you know. I mean, he he thought he was all that shit, but it was before, like, all the interviews and stuff where he, like, drank his own Kool-Aid so much that 
he thinks he was in the CIA. Like, he, he's insane. You know what I mean? Like, he's absolutely, like, his lies are so layered, deeply wow. layered. Like, he doesn't even, he doesn't know the truth anymore, you know, or he's just really arrogant. But this is the first one where he transitioned from, like, movies to stuff he writes and then pro- and co-produces or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, almost straight to video, and it's it, and it's all, like... Self-grandurizing? Grandeur. Grandeur. Yeah, Grandeurizing, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Popping himself up, and it's just... It's just a hot mess. And I was like, (laughs) I guarantee that he wrote this out. Self-aggrandizing. Yes, thank you. That's the big word that I don't know. I I was like, no one... Like, couldn't have sent this to somebody that actually writes to punch up the script a little bit or make it, like, less terrible, but no. he. But you liked his blues album. Let me rephrase that. I didn't hate it enough to laugh at it, okay, which is the right, shitty right, thing. Okay. I got these two Seagal albums because I well, got in big air quotes. I I acquired these two uh, yeah, Steven yeah, Seagal yeah. albums, and I'm like, oh baby. I was like, you know, just chomping at the bit to really have something to funny to laugh at, like a Shatner album, you know. Yeah, yeah. And then I put it in. And I was like, oh damn you! It's good enough to not like point and laugh at. Like uh, it's not hilariously tragic. It's just like, eh, you know, you know what I mean, like, like, so it's just eh. Anyway, that's what I've watched this week, and I again, I apologize for the extra long laundry list, but that's just when I have free time, that's what I do. So we're gonna take a quick trailer break, and then when we get, we're gonna come back with our this or that game of death. Wow, really? No, not at all. <laughs> Yay for Laser Blast. Great movie. Side and driving, drunk on my... Yeah. Nice. So you, what, know, you, know, you know what I was drinking? I even remember. Remember when they used to have like... You know like they had the 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 Cokes and the 32-ounce bottles? Uh-huh. So you used to have 32-ounce bottles of like Miller beer. Oh, nice. And we, drink, we were drinking those bad boys. I remember one time me and my friend had a... We bought a case of those Foster oil cans. Oh, yeah. And we finished it. And then we drank this stuff called like... What was it called? Like something like oh purple, it was just like purple drink in Everclear. Oh jeez. It was like purple passion or some shit. Yeah. And yeah. we each drank one of those, and then I drove home. Oh my god! Like. Yeah, you made it. I, I, I like I was like eighteen or something like that. Like, nice. <laughs> dude. Don't try I, this at home. What kid. was that like? That would 
I th- there were, how many was there? Ten? So that's five Foster's oil cans and one of the <laughs> and one of those Everclear drinks. Fuck it, let's go. Just driving home. Isn't Everclear like moonshine or it's something? It's like one ninety one. Oh my it's God. the legal limit. Every now and then we would get a hold of some of that Everclear and we would drink it. Like I used to do shots of it, nice. like flaming shots of just grain alcohol. And and you're still alive. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, I really, I, I chilled out like at college level. Yeah. Most people like get crazy at college. I went crazy like up to college. Then you. That, I was really serious in college. I studied and worked hard. Oh, that's you know. Good, yeah. And then. A lot of good it did me. Anyway, so let's say, <laughs> upon reflection, I should have just become an alcoholic. Yeah. So anyway, go ahead. We're going to do this or that. If those of you don't know, basically we say, we say two words, this or that, and the other person just answers it. You can play along at home. If you have a list, you can send it to us. I'm not even going to bother giving you the email because no one ever emails, so blow it out your ass. Okay. Yay. Dr. Morbius from Parts Unknown. Okay. Tell us, what is your this or that? Okay, here's some really stupid ones for you, but... Nice. Um, mermaids, unicorns, <laughs> mermaids. But unicorns are real. Yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> unica- unicorns remind me of of like the 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 unicorn. There's like people that like them a little too much. <laughs> yeah. You know, if you yeah. if you like a mermaid a little too much, that just means you like boobies. If you yeah. like a unicorn a little too much, not too sure what that means. Okay. Uh, comedy <laughs> drama. <laughs> comedy. Uh, flying or invisibility. Ooh. Mm. Flying is more practical, but invisibility is a lot of shenanigans. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with invisibility. Okay. <laughs> this one, th- this That's one. a tough one. I mean, like, what would you do? Superpower. I invisibility. I don't like, I don't know if I want to fly all over the place. Yeah, but just, I mean, just. It'd be cool, though. You'd I have would to, just fly around. You wouldn't have to on people's cars. cars. <laughs> crapping like, on people's cars. Like a bird, except it's like a real crap. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's one that's not a one word, but it's like. Start your own company, start your own religion. Oh, my own company. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, you, would you want to hang around with religious people all day? No, <laughs> even if it's your own. I was the king, you know. Uh, no, I, I, uh, uh, Christmas, Halloween. Christmas. Uh, I actually don't like Halloween so much. Okay. When I was a kid, it was cool, but it's not cool anymore. It's really weird now. <laughs> Miserable genius or happy moron? Oh. Miserable genius. Okay. Uh, pancake waffle. Pancake. Although I always regret pancakes. <laughs> I always go, oh, pancakes are great. And I have three of them, and I'm like, I don't ever want to eat a pancake again. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, at the, by the, like, halfway through, I'm like, I don't know if this is a good idea, but you just keep trudging on. Yeah. You know? they're, they're, I like pancakes. They're, they're kind of rubbery, but they're good. They're, it's really just a, it's just a vehicle for my butter and syrup. Exactly right. I could just have a bowl of butter and syrup, and I'd be like, ah, screw it. Yeah, i just cut out the middleman. It just feels bad to do that, so you want... <laughs> You want like exactly. you want to pretend you're eating a breakfast. Yeah, just, it's like you know the screw the screw the the grains. Let me just have butter. In. Yeah, I'm gonna name my first, first my first heart attack will be named that. <laughs> Give me a stick of butter and a glass of maple syrup, and I'm good. Gross. That is gross. <laughs> Stallone the Schwarzenegger. Oh, Schwarzenegger all day. But Turbo. I know, but Schwarzenegger's the man. All right. I like. I. I really, honestly like Schwarzenegger. Okay. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I know what I, you like mean. he's just like cool. Okay. Did you ever see my shirt? I have that. There was a shirt where Arnold Schwarzenegger had just won the. He just won the the, the first Mr. Olympian, and he's sitting there at this party with a plate of chicken and smoking a joint. 
and God. he has a shirt that says Arnold is numero uno. And I I have an exact replica of that oh, shirt. <laughs> I wear it sometimes. It's great. <laughs> oh man. Uh, okay, AFC, NFC. NFC. Wow, really? Okay. Yeah. Uh, sci-fi, martial arts. Sci-fi. Over martial arts. Yeah, I like kung uh, fu stuff, but sci-fi is mm, so wide open, man. You know, uh, there's like lots of different subgenres of sci-fi. <laughs> Harry Potter, Twilight. Is there a neither column? <laughs> neither. I'm gonna. I, I'm gonna say neither. <laughs> you hit the neither. Bro. I'm gonna hit okay. the. I'm gonna hit the eject button on that one. I don't like either of them. Uh, okay, I'll end it with a summer or winter. Summer. All right. Is that it? All right. I got more, but I'll save some. For save them, right? Yeah. You went first because I basically I said I don't even think we have lists, and you said I made my this or that. I was like, huh? So I just wrote it while we were sitting there waiting. It's probably for the, better that way. <laughs> it might be. All right. First one: half full or half empty. Uh, that's a tough one. Depends on the, the depends on my day, my mood of the day. But today it's half full. Half full. All right, great. Stratocaster or Les Paul? Strat. Strat. All right. Uh, I think I did this one before, but Coke or Pepsi? Coke. Yep, I did that one before. Sorry. All right. Sand trap or water hazard? <laughs> Sand trap. All right. Daisy Duke or Mary Tyler Moore? Daisy Duke. Nice. Easy. <laughs> Except Mary Tyler Moore and Dick Van Dyke show was really good, but M- Mary Tyler Moore and Dick Van Dyke was really hot, but not the Mary Tyler Moore yeah, show. Yeah, Daisy, so w- Daisy Duke. I was hitting my my um, hot pants. <laughs> I was hitting my testosteroneous levels of puberty yeah. when that lovely Daisy Duke was. But you, I think you liked the car best of all. Yeah, I did. Yeah, all I right. So. Uh, poker or blackjack? Poker. That's too hard. I always go black. I like Texas Hold'em. Do you? Are you good at it? Yeah. No, but I like I like <laughs> seeing it. Okay. B T O or E L O. E L O. Alright, nice. Um, silver or gold? Gold. Alright. Pepperoni or mushrooms? Pepperoni. Nice. And finally, VW or BMW? BMW. Nice. Alright. Beamer. I I I would I went silver. That's the one. I mean I, th- I yeah. I'm trying to think what I would do. Of course, Strat. Um, I'm usually a half full kind of guy. Pepsi, uh, Sand Trap, Daisy Duke, Blackjack, ELO, Silver, Pepperoni, and BMW. I guess. Yeah, well, Beamers. Uh, yeah, although I like Audis, but you'd have to say Audi or BMW. Because Volkswagen owns Audi, but uh, whatever. Yeah, okay. it's a whole mess. Yes. Now we're going to go to one more com- tr- commercial break, and then when we get back, we are going to talk about our movie du jour, which would be... Hmm, is it the sun? No. Mercury? No. no. I think it's a Duran Duran song. There is a Duran Duran song with this name. Huh. Not real. Have we teased it enough yet? Okay, we'll be right back after this. <laughs> Hi, I'm a French pussycat, a very special kind of woman, curious about life and what makes living so much fun. Men, mmm, they can get you in all kinds of trouble, and I love it. If you want to see the kind of trouble I'm talking about, come see my story. Come see French Pussycat. You're gonna love it. Rated R. <laughs> yeah. Next. Okay. And we're back. 
I hit the record button early just because I want to let you guys into our lives, man. Yeah, you're you're like getting into our like professional personal you're lives. Like, bro, they're so meta, bro. And those are all bad things. Uh, anyway. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, thank you very much for French Pussy Cat on many different <laughs> levels. And <laughs> and now our movie of the week is what? Dr. Morbius from This Parts is Unknown. a movie from the mind of Gene Roddenberry, the man who gave you Star Trek. That's true. Very good writer. He's, yeah. he's he writes a lot of stuff. Well, yeah, he, he was, wrote a lot. He of wrote stuff. a lot yeah. of stuff. Yeah, he's you know I mean he came up with the Star Trek idea and he kind of like kept milking it over and over again. He really he really it's kind of like I don't want to call him a one trick pony, but in a way he might be. But man, that was one hell of a trick that he oh yeah <laughs> that he got it yeah so so yeah I would say uh, if I want to be remembered for one thing that yeah. ain't bad being yeah no that for ain't Star bad Trek, no, you know? no that ain't bad no it's like so but anyway this movie is called Planet Earth yeah Planet Earth now Planet uh, Earth. set in the not too distant future yeah of what was it I don't remember the date oh I, it was like twenty something or whatever yeah twenty eight. Thirty-eight or yeah, some after shit, some you know. nuclears holocaust or right, whatever. right, that whole that whole chestnut, you know. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. This is seventy-two, so no, seventy-four, I think. This so. basically, this is like Gene Roddenberry wrote it. It's a story that as soon as you turn it on, you watch like a second of it, you're like, is this um. Star Trek? No, it, I was, no, is this Logan's Run? It reminded me a little bit of Planet of the Apes too. Yeah, it has that. There's certain time. There's a certain time period in in American history. Where everything kind of either looks like Convoy and BJ and the Bear, or everything kind of looks like Logan's Run and yeah, Planet yeah, of the Apes. Yeah, like, yeah. you can, it's very dated, very, yes, like, 70s hip. Yeah. You yeah. know, um, not cool, it, not bad, and like, not, I'm not saying that in any negative light. Cause, it's a TV movie. Because, yeah, it's a TV movie. That's the other knock against it, which, generally speaking, I don't like TV movies. But it's a, it, it works. But these last couple have surprised me. Uh, yeah, there were some. Doctor Morbius from Parts Unknown has busted out some some TV m- movie goodness. goodness yeah, yeah. I, I'm just used to like the Burning Bed and shit like yeah, that. Where you're like, like, okay, whatever. Yeah, the '70s TV movies are m- more messed up than yeah, like you know, Satan School for Girls. Satan School for Girls and like Duel and like uh, yeah, Duel. And cool. uh, what was the other one? There was one of them. There was they used, they did a few Exorcism movies or possessed movies before the Exorcist came out. I think one was called Something Evil, and it had uh, it was directed by uh, Spielberg, and it had the little kid from Family Affair, Buffy or Jody or whatever, and he was all possessed and speaking in some like deep, uh, freaky voice and all that. Speaking crap. of that, before we even got in, before we get into this, right when I was watching Dead Zone, yeah, I was like, uh oh, and the person I was, was like, what? I was like, okay. This is a De Laurenta movie. De Laurentiis, yeah, Dina De Laurentiis. And it was and it was done by Cronenberg. So yeah. uh, I was like, this might we might be in for a real bumpy so, ride. Yeah, but some gross outs. Or yeah, I was expecting some nastiness, but no, no, but no, no. this that was a straight shooter. Yeah. Those guys both go bad quick. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. a Cronenberg movie or a De Laurentiis are both like, uh oh. Like yeah. when I see that come up, you're like. There might be a few frames of this that are going to make me very uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. But there yeah, was nothing yeah. on this one. Yeah, no, it was a straight, a straight-on adaptation of the movie. Yeah. I mean, Cronenberg got real weird, but then he did, he did Dead Ringers later on, and that was a straight-on adaptation oh, okay. too. But then he would do stuff like Extends uh, and like. <laughs> I, I mean, there's some, that. oh, some weird shit, man. Extends. It sounds like those pills that. 
<laughs> now, well, yeah, the Jimmy Johnson. <laughs> I throw footballs and now I have a big penis. You know, like, okay, Jimmy Johnson. <laughs> Thank you very much down, for that. Dallas TMI, Cowboys. Jimmy, TMI. <laughs> <laughs> I like barbecue and butt Dallas Cowboys and look at my big dick. And you're like, oh, yeah. do I really need this dude on my screen? Yeah, really. You know, <laughs> but, but anyway, yeah. <laughs> what are we talking about? We're okay, talking about planet Earth. That's right, the Gene Roddenberry. This island Earth. Can be yours. No. Okay. Gene Roddenberry, after Star Trek, he made a feature, he, I think he made a feature length film called uh, Pretty Maids All in a Row, which didn't really hit. It was kind of like a adult comedy. You know, really? Like, yeah. Rock Hudson was in it. <laughs> and Angie Dickinson, but she was naked in it. And the reason I know about this movie is because my dad's play, old Playboy magazine had like a... Uh, you know, like a feature on it. You see some naked pictures of the women. Wait, now, remember did, she do, did she do a lot of naked stuff? Not a lot, but she was naked in this movie, Angie. I know she got naked in uh, Murder, She Wrote, and that was the end of the, the series. They shut it down. It, what? Angie Dickinson? No. That's Angela Lansbury. <laughs> I know. And either one is both terrible <laughs> at that point in life. Go ahead. No, but Angie yeah. Dickinson did do a nude scene in the movie called Big Bad Mama and Shatner's, and she, she gets it on. With Captain Kirk, believe it or not, in Big Bad Mama. So I saw nice. that in a movie theater. You too. know that that love scene in Time Cop. Yeah. I oh, isn't that Roseanne Arquette in that or something? No, no, it's not no, no. That was the one before. Sudden Death or whatever. No, that was the one before that. That oh, was okay. the, where he was in Canada or whatever. Okay. But um, that might have been real. Which movie was this? Time Cop. Who was he getting it on? Oh, I forget her name, but it was pretty. It was pretty like. It was hot and explicit. heavy and like kind of not like fake it didn't mm-hmm. neither of them looked like they were good enough actors to be faking it getting on getting it on oh, so it might have yeah. i've heard of that happening on i've heard of that happening in where movies, they just yeah. kind of say well just run with it and we'll edit it out and i i don't know yeah muscles <laughs> from brussels probably was pretty convincing you know what i mean like he might have he might have tapped know. that ass right on the uh <laughs> on the time cop thing and then he just went back in time to erase her memory <laughs> And then, it, uh, well, anyway, what are we talking about? Anyway, have Planet Earth. <laughs> That's right. That's right. With starring, we digress. Starring Angela Lansbury. No, no, no. <laughs> and no. Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yeah, Jean-Claude Van Saxon. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, basically, okay. <laughs> you got to just do the whole plot at one shot, and then we'll talk about it, because... I, don't, I keep interrupting you with dumbness. <laughs> no, no, that's okay. Go, you just this, tell this is This is, we're, we're, we're comedy. Okay. <laughs> Remember, you click comedy, so we're you comedy. You click comedy, we're comedy. We're, we're just not very ser- good at it. That's we're all. not very good at it. We're a little bit serious. We're a little bit country, and we're a little bit rock and roll. But <laughs> that was in a Seagal movie with a DMX. <laughs> really? Yeah. That was Donnie and Marie, yeah. actually. Oh, he's a little bit country. I'm a, I'm a little rock and roll. That was Donnie and Marie. Anyway, nice. um, yeah. So anyway, that Donnie and Marie record case holds all my five, six, seven, eight albums in there. That's a Donnie and Marie record case. Oh yes, yeah, straight up. You you have Stone it. Stone Cold right here. Holy crap! Stone Cold. That's wow. Donnie and Marie. Damn, that's it, pretty damn cool. And that's man. the one that has all my five, six, seven, that's, eight albums. That's in a it. that's a great place for them. Yes, it is. Anyway, getting back to Planet Earth, starring Jean Claude Van Damme Saxon. and Bill Shatner. Anyway, so Gene Roddenberry uh, did a few pilots for TV. Pilot meaning a move, a TV movie of the week to try to build, to try to sell a TV show. The first one was called Genesis Two, which was a similar story, if not pretty similar, about like you know a nuclear holocaust, you know people on Earth trying mm-hmm. to survive. This was a second attempt called Planet Earth. Okay. Basically the same same idea, you know the nuclear holocaust happened, some people survived. 
you know, they have the, you know, John Which Saxon and his go? Yeah. John Saxon has his crew living in an area called Pax, which I guess means peace. I guess, in, yeah. In yeah. Latin yeah, cause or they, whatever. Yeah, because they're very um, yeah, science-oriented. Science science but but gentle. Like, they study for good, the good of mankind, not for the yeah. evil of the past. Yeah, yeah and, then, and, and, and it's funny because where they live... The building reminds me of my old, like, junior college or whatever. This thing was, <laughs> yeah. this thing was probably shot in some, like, you know, Alameda yeah. Junior College or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, like, Lehigh County Community College is shut down for the weekend so we can film packs, you yeah, know. And, yeah. And that's it. So I guess, I, you know, the, the basic... That's a real community college where I grew up, so that's... Oh, is it really? Yeah, I went L to... L-Tri-C. I went to Miami-Dade, you know, community college. <laughs> it's the high school after high school. Yeah, it's two <laughs> years of, like, high, two more high schools. It's 13th and 14th... Uh, exactly. Uh, yeah, grade or whatever. <laughs> so. so anyway, um, they're basically... The, the deal is, at the very beginning, they're out on, you know, John Saxon... Uh, uh, what's her name? Hunter Smythe is the girl's name. I don't remember. Ted Cassidy would have been the uh, the, the big guy Lurch. From, yeah, uh, this dude is gigantic. Yeah, he's got this big fright wig, this big like fright wig on, or and whatever. then we'll just call him the other guy Load. Yeah, he's right. just a big Load. Yeah, he looks a little bit like the guy who played Willard, <laughs> a little bit, you know. Anyway, so they're out on some reconnaissance mission, and uh, the the uh, the one guy the, who's Lode. supposed to be the 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 leader of the uh, of the whole place they call him the painter or something like that uh, yeah. he gets shot you know he's like the he's like the big so they have to take him back so they grab him and and they start they start fleeing these mutant looking guys remember right. the there's beginning? like a very overly aggressive like the outlanders yeah. you know so they look like Nazis <coughs> the, like Nazi yeah the Nazi science Nazi. people live pa in packs which is uh, they travel through train tubes so yeah. it's like really r out away from the bad parts of the yeah, world. Yeah, 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 And when they do come out for these expeditions, they have to be very careful because there's outlanders. They're, you know, the, the, what's the, what was the Thunderdome people, the yeah, right, Mad Max, guys. there's the Mad yeah. Max crews roaming around with modified dune buggies and that's yeah, what they yeah. run into. Yeah, you know? I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's really, that's really true. They almost like, they almost seemed like those beat up old cars look like, uh, the, Warriors. You know, the Mad Max. Yeah, yeah the Warriors from Mad Max, you know. Yeah, so the one guy gets shot and they have to, they have to go back in. They have to break into the uh, the train station thing and escape the meanies. And then you know <laughs> the blue meanies. <laughs> yeah, the blue meanies because they don't have guns because they're like against weaponry because obviously you know man created all this problem. Amongst so our weaponry, our yeah right yeah. exactly. <laughs> so anyway, they got the wounded uh, you know the the wounded leader there. So they take them back. Load. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, you know he's really he's dying. Yeah. So so the, the, they they they're they're like trying to revive him. They can. And they go well. The only one that could possibly revive him was this one doctor. But we lost him in an ex expedition, you yeah. know, last time. So we got to go back and you know find him or whatever. We think he's with the the Amazon women. Yeah. And this is what part where you go. Wait, what? Like. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's one of those things where when whenever somebody on a, in a movie goes, there's only one man. I'm like. Mm, no. Yeah. And and also, if there was only one man, wouldn't they just get the runner up and roll the dice? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, if you yeah. like, uh, but he can probably do it. You know what I mean? Like, there's only one man that can do this. But this dude, this guy yeah. they were trying to save was like the the father of the of Pax or whatever. He was yeah. like the big Kahuna. So I guess he had to go on a special. They had a special. They'll go the extra yeah. mile. They go the extra him. mile yeah. for dude or whatever. He introduced sliced bread and canned beer. So, yeah, you know. yeah, and 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 so and, he's and butter and maple them. syrup too. He's as good yeah. as them, yeah. Yeah, 
So they decide to go on and try to look for this doctor, and uh, they end up going to the to the <laughs> to the land of Amazon women, and and basically they split. They, there's four of them. There's like you know John Saxon, uh, Dylan, I think was his name, and then, <laughs> and then the you know Hunter Smythe was a, which is Janet Margolin, who was in the she was in the first Woody Allen movie actually, Take the okay. Money and Run yeah. or whatever. She did a lot of TV, and then there's you know Ted Cassidy who was Lurch and then you know the other yeah. dude who looks like Willard or whatever and that's right off the bat they're like when whenever there's like a group of people and they divide yeah i'm always like no no that's fundamentally wrong you don't like that's the worst idea ever yeah wouldn't it be better to stealth around yeah rather than the old you're gonna ride up with me as your captor, kind yeah. of thing. You're like, come on. Well, yeah, the ba- yeah, the, yeah. The thing was, it was like since it's a since it's like an area where there's Amazon women who like have men as their uh, slaves or whatever. The the girl Hunter Smythe says to John Saxon, "Look, I'll come in. I'll ride in. You be my slave. That way they'll let us in, and then we can find out if he's here, if he's alive, where right. he is. And then the other two guys, I guess, will like back us up, and then." You know, when we find them, they'll help us get out of there or whatever. And know? that plan fails immediately. Well, yeah, but it's, <laughs> but it's funny because like she goes in with 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 him, and these these like Amazon women are pretty like feisty. Let's just yeah, say. they just beat the shit out of the you know they're they like, like a lot of the whipping their the men are all slaves, and instead of using a cow or or a mule to pull the 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 plow yeah, yeah, to yeah. till the yeah. for the earth. Um, they're using slaves, you know, and the slaves are guys, and they're whipping the hell out of them and yelling. And they, and they treat them like slaves because they sell them, and then, like, when, when they're up for sale, they, like, look in their teeth, and they strip them, yeah, and they, they just, check just their muscles like or whatever. Horses, like It's livestock. It's very... In- so, so anyway, the main Amazon woman, Diana Maldar, who's in a, in a lot of TV movies, who's also in episodes of Star Trek, decides she wants Saxon... And the other girl, Hunter Smythe, says, no, you can't have them. So they have to duke it out Yeah. to see, like, if they, you know, if they can keep them. So they go in and they get a little, little, let's just say, cat fight they action. Went, they went cat fighty, but you could, you know, Jackie Chan was not choreographing yeah, no, this. No, no, this no. was straight up bad fight. This was fight. 70s fight or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. oh, my God. Uh, it, whatever. It wasn't believable, but whatever. Oh, and we also forgot to say, they they give gruel to yeah. the, to the, um, to the slaves that basically makes them docile, them and, docile and, and they and for afraid and they don't know anything they don't yeah. remember anything so yeah. it, it makes them zombies kinda you know and um so they're zombie girly men kinda. yeah and, and saxon figures this out so he doesn't eat the food yeah he gives a plate to the other guy in a very weird sequence that went on way too long like yeah, she's well. sitting there watching and you know oh make sure he eats it and then he's like pretends you know, yeah, yeah. it's a very odd. There's a lot of stuff where you're watching it, and overall, it's a good thing. But when you're watching, it, you're like, I don't know, man. You know, <laughs> one of one of the funniest parts, and I loved this. He didn't. He wasn't drugged up, so he he wasn't dumb like the other guys. No, no. So he goes over to try to escape this pen where they were like milling about in, and he just like pulls it open. There's no latches because everyone's dumb, yeah, and he. He actually like turns around and looks at them with like disdain, like you stupid assholes. Like he like and Saxon did it perfectly. Like he just looked back at the freaking guys because they wouldn't escape and just like <laughs> just like with with hatred in his eyes. Like it was so funny. Like you could tell he was just like you stupid asses. <laughs> That's what he was thinking in his head. And he just closed the gate and walked out. Like he just left. 
you know, yeah. was so great. If you if you ever watch it again, watch for that one point because he literally just like you just <laughs> was it was it yeah what, was it the one scene where they're bringing him inside the house and he looks back at the camera or something like that? No, no, not that one. It was where he just like left that pen. Uh, and he yeah. like and and he was like he he walked up like he would have to like break out and it turns out he just had to like open it like uh, it was just like it wasn't even like latch shut he just opened the door and they were so <laughs> dumb they couldn't do it you know yeah because they're all drugged out super well anyway the, well anyway the the, the so primary great. idea that I'm getting out of this from Gene Roddenberry is that this is you know the the these Amazon women are kind of like uber women's lib uber women's libbers or whatever that right. blame men for everything and it, so I think what he's trying to say is that like that's not that that's not that great either you know yeah because he did write in a lot of stuff where they were just as corrupt as men yeah which I mean they're having them as slaves you know no but I mean even like backstabbing a little bit yeah yeah so yeah. there was the same crap. It's just one was women, one was men. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. And he did a little bit of that. It wasn't. Ov- it was kind of overt. A little bit. You yeah. know. Enough it, overt enough so a kid could get it. Or right. Whatever. So so this lady, the head lady. Um, hey lady. Hey lady. She, she um she buys Saxon as no. She trades. She trades him for the for the doctor. For the they doctor. Find the they, doctor. They go inside. They find the doctor. They they trade. Right. And then she's like, oh, I'll just well now I'll use him as my breeder. Yeah, right. You know, and and he gets her drunk. Does he? Does he? Does he get her? No, no, no that's a funny part. He's like, he's sitting there, and he's like, he pretends because he did get drugged at one point, but then like they 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 snapped him out. They, of they it. snapped him out of it. So he pretends he's kind of like uh, you know drugged out a little bit. And he's like, he can't look in her face or whatever. Right. Then right, he right. starts up with the. And then he becomes Captain Kirk. He's like, well, in our in our world, we have to. You know, drink a lot and get a lot of booze. Get our, we have to find exact exact equilibrium between chemical equilibrium. Our balance, our balance. Our balance. In order to do this, she's just like, oh, okay, whatever. You know, yeah. I haven't had it in a while. You know, it's like whatever, whatever. Give me the booze or whatever. Yeah. So the slave boys bring them the booze and they start drinking and. She's like, oh, he drinks her under the table. Yeah, but, but they both get pretty sloshed at the end, you know. So when they're both laying in bed sloshed, she's like laying there, and he goes, "Well, I guess it's time to uh, show you, uh, you know, the sa- the you know, little John Saxon here, or whatever." So when he goes to like turn off the lights and get ready, she comes back, and she's like sleeping or whatever. Right. So he didn't get a chance to like, you know. And in reality, I was sitting there, I was thinking, you know what? He would have just done it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he wouldn't have went through all that stuff. He would have just... Kirk would have. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Kirk would have. She'd be asleep. We have no finished. time for this yeah. wine. You are Bang. Asleep. Yeah. You are asleep. <laughs> I don't care. I'm getting my rocks off. <laughs> <laughs> so Sad but true. So, anyway. So, yeah. uh, okay, so... And then, also, there's a subplot where the mutants are, like, planning to attack yeah. the Amazon women. And I, I, I'm thinking to myself, I was like, you know... These freaking outlanders would overrun those that women colony, and within ten seconds there'd be a whole lot of raping and a whole lot of killing. It wouldn't take right. There was no fortification. They thought they were. They tough. lived in a ranch house. Yeah, they thought they were tough, but in in the face of actual killers, yeah, not so tough. You know. Yeah. So then, <laughs> at some point, somebody figures out the doctor who they traded with. Right. Fa- you know, fa- knows. Figured out how to do the antidote to the gruel. He combated the yeah. He dumped the and uh, to make the gruel. Uh, you know, to to give the guys because the guys can be men again, so they're not like <laughs> scared little sissy boys or whatever. You <laughs> exactly. Know. So he basically like goes back and he puts the antidote 
in the gruel or whatever and like you know hopefully the guys will snap out of it but in the meantime here comes the, the marauders here comes the marauders the yeah, nazi the guys Outlanders, with you the know. nazi uh you know mutant dudes or whatever so they have a big duke out or whatever yeah. and a fight and you know it was kind of lurch was kind of cool because he's like a seven foot guy and he's riding a horse and he's jumping off and he's knocking heads and then as the guy the gruel like the effect of the gruel wears you know off. wears off then the guys in the join you know, the fight join bit. the fight and they you know they don't fight real well because they've been like you know kind of you know stupid for a while yeah. so you know they, uh-huh. they, they 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 end up you know you know taking you know beating the cap out what was it like three marauders in like a beat up old car a or station wagon like, in a station wagon that had like like pipes all over it so it didn't look yeah. like a station wagon and you know and i was like man well first of all the the very first scene when that when lurch was in that scene he was kneeling down and he was as tall as the woman oh yeah and i was like who is i said son of a bitch this guy's big you know, standing up, he was towering over John Saxon, <laughs> oh, yeah. and John Saxon was, I think, six one or six two. He, Is he really? Okay. He's not a small guy. Yeah. He was a big guy, you know. Yeah. And, Cassidy was seven foot. And I was like, wow. And and then I went and looked it up. Of course, IMDb, and I was like, okay, it's Lurch. I didn't know who he was. He didn't yeah. look like Lurch. You know, I knew he was thin. It was a thin guy, but it was freaking yeah. tall. Like, like, god yeah. damn, you're tall. You know. So um, that was the first thing that kind of got me. I was like, who is this? You yeah, know? yeah. I mean, it's just his voice. Yeah. He was also the voice of the cold cartoon Frankenstein Jr. It's funny because when I watch those cartoons, it's like, hey, it's Lurch. Cool. You know, yeah. Lurch, not, Ted Cassidy, Lurch, not to be confused with Rich, with Richard Keel, who was Jaws in uh, the yeah. Bond movies or oh whatever. Oh, my God. That guy's big, too. He's still alive, too. Lurch, uh, Ted Cassidy passed away, but Keel's yeah. still alive. He's pretty sick, but he's still alive. I know a lot of those guys, the t- those really tall guys, actually can't they're very weak yeah um, yeah because yeah. i remember the guy who played gort was a, a giant like that and they said they that he couldn't do that last scene they had to edit it differently because he wasn't strong enough to carry that the the body yeah and it wasn't i mean now most people can't carry a body like that but it he had trouble just keeping himself upright let alone that yeah, you know because yeah. he was older when he did the the the, the hell's the name of the uh the Bond movie? No, the Gort. The oh, uh, the day the Earth stood still. Yeah, the, the Earth, the day the Earth stood still. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So anyway, they they beat they beat the the baddies, and then they everybody lives happily after. Then they the, decide harmony's the way to yeah, go. Yeah, men are not going to be like you know slaves anymore. They're going to try to stop drugging it. And have kids. Try to have a, a good. And then they and then they take off with the with the doctor and they save the. Yep. Happy. It's a. It, it is. This is one of those TV endings where yeah. you know. Because they were trying to sell a series, so at the end they go, they go back and they say everybody's saved, and they go, and something about the future adventures of you know planet Earth or whatever. Right. Well, that was it for so, that. You know? Yeah, it didn't. It didn't fly. I, mean, I wonder how many how many pilots do they do a, a year? I would say maybe like uh, maybe five, ten, maybe really? something like that. Boy, they don't usually hit. New, new no. shows don't get traction anymore. No, the no, only, no. They, they have the, to like make it or the not. The only shows that make it are just stupid ass reality shit TV, and Pretty that's because that's because it costs nothing. Like it doesn't cost anything to make, so they just throw it on. Those and say, AMC shows are doing good though. Mad Men and uh, oh, really? Walking Dead and uh, well, that's good. Uh, Breaking at least, Bad. At least something is. And you those know. things are costing like a. I know. I heard Mad Men costs a couple million an episode, so they're spending some cash. Well, that's on what. It. Well, that's what that Terminator Terminator show. There was a Terminator TV show on, um, yeah. which I liked, but it it just it wouldn't. 
they wouldn't foot the bill and it wasn't carrying enough people to, to, yeah, to justify Yeah, that's the problem. It. Yeah, there's a lot of money to be... Because I loved, money I loved the show. It, it was a good yeah. show. Um, you know, but... Yeah, n- none of these Roddenberry um, pilots uh, gained anything. Gained anything. Yeah. There was a third one that Roddenberry was involved in, but he basically, they took him out of it. Came out a year later, it was called a, a straight, Brave New World or Strange New World, and Saxon's in it also. Yeah. Not playing a different character... Yeah. But he's in it again, but it, Roddenberry's not credited, even though I think he had some involvement in it. Didn't hit either. Yeah, so, so well, here's a question. I know we only have a minute or two. Well, a couple of minutes. What, what, would you consider John Saxon a star? Like, he he was in some good stuff, but he wasn't like a big name, was he? He had his moment with uh, Enter the Dragon. Right, he was... But then after that, he never caught on as a as a leading man. So he was never any like he was a leading man, but he wasn't a big movie star. No, he okay. never caught on. No. He's still alive, I think. He does the conventions. He's still around. He's yeah. still like he did a lot of cool B movies, a lot of TV. Right. He's a pretty memorable actor or whatever. Yeah, I've seen him in a lot of stuff, and it seemed like like they were trying to push him as like a leading guy, or they were trying to set him up like a Heston. Style yeah, like Macho yeah. Man back then in the seventies, you know. I would put him in the same category. Well, no, I can't put him in the same category. He'd be a, he'd be not as famous, but maybe like a Shatner esque guy or whatever. Yeah. Shatner's a lot more famous because Kirk is more out. Of, oh yeah, you know. but okay. yeah, he w- I would put him in there. He'd say he is a star. I always liked him, but not not in like with him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I know <laughs> you know, you're like, you're like, oh, he's funny. He's pretty cool. I don't, and he's also one of those guys where I'm not sure if he really takes himself super seriously, or if he just is just a normal guy. I don't like, know. you know, I know he's a real black belt, and I know he I, like he's another one that he seems like he might have actually drank a lot of his own Kool Aid, like I say, Possible. you know. Possible, but maybe not. He is a black belt. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Right, uh, right. So maybe he's just a regular dude, you know. Yeah, I think who knows? so. I mean, he's doing the convention circuit, and he seems like a normal human being. So yeah, yeah good for him. That's cool. I, do you ever get Do you ever get things signed at conventions? Like, do you ever do that? Uh, I've been to conventions, but I never got autographs. I would get them. I got some from eBay years ago, and from a couple of people that I knew, but never went up to anybody and got. Oh no, I take it back. I got. Here's the autograph I got, and he did it for free. The uh, the guy who plays the creature, Rico Browning, I did get his nice. autograph. Usually they were like big lines, or they were charging more than I would want yeah. to pay, or whatever. You See, know? like I always wanted. I have a Army of Darkness poster that I bought, like the, the you know the classic one, and I always wanted Bruce Campbell to sign it because I'm a huge fan. I like love it. Like I would frame it then, you know. But I I just I don't know. I I never really do that. Like the the signing thing. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it's fun. I mean, it's nice to meet these people, but sometimes when you meet them, they kind of let you down a little bit because they're ma- sometimes they're not. The well, they're nicest. just like they're just there to sign things and get yeah, money. You know, yeah. they're not. That's like their job. And you they, know, like, uh, you, you know, it's funny. I wish, but again, I got rid of this years ago. I used to have a uh, Army of Darkness poster, but it was on corrugated cardboard. Somebody gave it to me years ago, and wow. I had it in my house, but long gone. Well, I have this one in the tube waiting. For that one time he that uh, Bruce Campbell makes a Tampa appearance yeah, at could. a book signing or whatever, it and I'll could. buy the book and say, "Look, look, would you please sign this for me?" Yeah, yeah. And I, I want would. it to me. It's not for eBay. I, I want to say like to Mao. Yeah. You know, always keep up the slow robot a go go forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be cool. <laughs> I don't think it'll say that, but uh, well, whatever. Okay, so in our final moments, would you recommend what would you give this movie? The the, the nah, I'll to, give it a seven point five or something. Yeah. I'm gonna go with a five, All right. and maybe a five-five. It's it's a good, 
if you really dig I on it. if you really dig on the 70s styling then grab it up you know Roddenberry I enjoyed it. It was fast-paced. The actors were all good. They were all recognizable yeah. faces. It Roddenberry brought, it spins me, a good yarn. Yeah, it gave me yeah. a, a smile. It was kind of funny. The politics were kind of funny. The, the no, no major, no major boobage in this one. What's well, TV? I know, but still, Daisy Duke, man. All right. Until next week, I am Mao, and with me, Doctor Morbius from Parts Unknown. See y'all on the other side. <laughs>